Welcome to the May 30th, 2019 edition of the Crypto.IQ Daily Radio Show, where we do a deep dive market analysis every day and talk about the most interesting stories in the Bitcoin and crypto space. This is your host, Space Marine, live from space. Yesterday, Bitcoin was sideways and volatile, trading in a range between support somewhere around 8,500 to 8,600 and resistance between 8,700 and 8,800. Currently, Bitcoin is near $8,700 after being as high as $8,750 earlier this morning. So the sideways and volatile action of Bitcoin continues. There is that resistance level also somewhere around $9,000. That's the resistance level to watch to see if Bitcoin could continue this recent bull run. And it's been quite a month for Bitcoin. In the past 30 days, Bitcoin has risen from $5,200 to where it is now at $8,700. That's a $3,500 rise in one month. And I remember previously the high Bitcoin hit for the year so far is 89.20 several days ago. Zooming into the past week though, since Sunday afternoon or so, Sunday evening, Bitcoin has been sideways and volatile with a slight downtrend. So if you draw a trend between Sunday evening and now, through all the volatility, there is an average downward movement, a slight down movement since Sunday evening. That being said, the crypto market is still going up. So Bitcoin's kind of sideways, but the altcoins are going up relative to Bitcoin. And this is shown by the Bitcoin dominance percentage. In the past 24 hours, the Bitcoin dominance percentage has dropped from 56.3% to 55.3%. So that means relative to Bitcoin, the altcoins have gained 1% over the past 24 hours. And that's a pretty big change when it comes to dominance percentage. And then zooming out to the past week, the dominance percentage has dropped from 57.6% on Sunday to 55.3% now, so that's a 2.3% drop since Sunday. So since Sunday, Bitcoin has been sideways volatile and going down a little, but the altcoins are still surging pretty much. This has caused the total crypto market cap to reach a new high this morning for 2019 of 280 to $281 billion. So this is 181% above the bear market low of $100 billion in December. Yes, the crypto market has gained 181% since that bear market low. And right now, as I speak this morning, we're at the new high for 2019. Moving on into the market analysis for the major cryptocurrencies, there is green across the board. So Ethereum is up 5% in the past 24 hours. It's near $283. Ripple's up 4.6%, near $0.46. Cents. Bitcoin Cash is up 4.7%, near $465. EOS is up 1.2%. Litecoin is up 1.3%. And by the way, EOS is above $8 now, and Litecoin's near $117. Binance Coin is up 1% at $34, close to that all-time high of $35. Bitcoin SV is up 43% in the past 24 hours, near $211, but that's not even the whole story. So remember, several days ago, Bitcoin SV had that big rally from $62 to $140 before dropping to $100 right after that. But yeah, that Bitcoin SV rally was from Craig Wright copywriting Bitcoin's code and white paper. The original Bitcoin code and the original Bitcoin white paper, Craig Wright submitted his evidence to the copyright office that he is Satoshi Nakamoto. Or at the least, apparently at the copyright office, all he has to do is uh, sign a form verifying that he is Satoshi Nakamoto and they don't investigate further. So they gave him the copyright for Bitcoin's code and white paper. And that caused Bitcoin SV to rally from $62 to $140 all at once because he said he's going to give the copyright over to the Bitcoin Association, which is actually the company that owns Bitcoin SV software. So that was the first rally several days ago. It happened on 
May 21st or so, May 22nd. That's when Bitcoin SV had that first rally. Now we're seeing another rally in the past 24 hours. And Bitcoin SV actually went as high as $245, $250 actually. So that was the peak of the rally that happened in the last 24 hours. And then it dropped to $211. So at one point, Bitcoin SV was actually up 100% and 24 hours. That was last night, but now it's down a little bit. So it's up only 43% only, quote unquote. That's still a lot. So Bitcoin SV is at $211. So what happened this time? Apparently, some scammers in China circulated a news image on WeChat. So WeChat's like the big messaging app there. It's kind of like what they use for their Facebook slash Twitter sort of thing. So WeChat in China. And what the Chinese media outlets do is they send a screenshot of the news across WeChat. So that's the common practice. But this makes it easy for scammers to like Photoshop that sort of template of the screenshot. So in this case, it came from Coinbull, which is a Chinese cryptocurrency media outlet. And someone photoshopped their template for news releases and then spread it across WeChat. And it said, Craig Wright transferred 50,000 Bitcoin from the biggest Bitcoin wallet to Binance, which confirmed he is the real Satoshi. As such, Chang Peng Zhao, the CEO of Binance, will relist Bitcoin SV and make an official apology on Twitter. So that's the fake news that was spread by some Chinese scammers. And that has caused Bitcoin SV to rally literally in one day from it was near $100 up to $250 in like a day. So it was actually near $115 right before that rally started and then it went up to $250 and it's still at $211 despite the fact that it's been reported now that this is fake news. Bitcoin SV is not coming back to Binance. Craig Wright is not the real Satoshi. Like he hasn't proven it at least. Like he didn't send 50,000 Bitcoins from an address that proves he's Satoshi. So it was all fake news, but still Bitcoin SV is up 43% in the past 24 hours. So that's what's happened with Bitcoin SV. Moving on with the rest of the market analysis. Stellar is up 3.9%. Cardano is up 6.4%. Tron is up 3.9%. Monero is up 3.4% near $97, getting really close to that $100 mark. Dash is up 4.1%, near $173 now. IOTA is up 2.5%. IOTA has been doing really good the past few days because IOTA announced they're getting rid of their centralized coordinator. So the coordinator was like a centralized point of failure on the IOTA network. It was made to verify transactions in a safe way, but it was a centralized point of failure. Now IOTA is finally getting rid of that. So IOTA is up big the past few days and it's at 52 cents now per IOTA. Cosmos. After a period of time and not doing so well, like Cosmos pumped when it first showed up on CoinMarketCap and then it was kind of like going down pretty much, kind of dumping. But now Cosmos is pumping again. It's up 33% in the past 24 hours. It's over $6. Tezos is up 4.5%. NEO, which is Asian Ethereum, is up 13.2%. Zcash is up 12.5%, near $94. So Zcash is like a competitor for Monero. It's like a stealth crypto. And then Dogecoin is up 4.2%. So it's looking very green across the crypto market this morning. This is the new highs for 2019 with that total crypto market cap at $281 billion as we speak right now. So this crypto rally that's been happening over the past several months, and I've actually looked at the long-term chart. It's been four months in a row now where Bitcoin is going up pretty much. But the past two months particularly, Bitcoin's been going up a lot. So it's generating a lot of what people call FOMO, F-O-M-O. And I have to look up the definition for this. So here it is. Anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may currently be happening elsewhere 
often aroused by posts seen on social media websites. And specifically, it means fear of missing out. That's where FOMO, F-O-M-O, comes from. So yeah, the FOMO is strong on the internet. People are like getting really hyped up that, hey, this is the big rally. There's people saying it's going to 20,000. Once it hits 10,000, it's going to 30,000. And people believe, a lot of people at least on crypto Twitter, believe this is the real big rally. And I'm not ready to declare the bear market is over yet myself. So I'm one of the few left that's just like really cautious and conservative at this moment. And I'm particularly waiting for that CME Bitcoin futures expiration. So that is tomorrow. It happens at 4 p.m. London time on the last Friday of a month. So that's May 31st tomorrow at about 11 a.m. Eastern time. When you calculate the difference between London time and the United States time, it's at 11 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. It's the CME Bitcoin futures expiration. And I've done an analysis on all of the CME Bitcoin futures expirations in the past. And oftentimes it's associated with a pivot point in the Bitcoin market. Sometimes when Bitcoin's going up for a month, it starts going down right after the expiration for the next month. And then sometimes when Bitcoin's going down for the month, it'll start going up for the month after the expiration. So I want to see Bitcoin get through one more CME Bitcoin futures expiration. And these CME Bitcoin futures expirations definitely have had a big effect on Bitcoin the day they launched CME Bitcoin Futures themselves, they launched on December 17, 2017. That was the day the bear market started. So Bitcoin started crashing the very day CME Bitcoin Futures launched. The Federal Reserve even released a paper stating that CME Bitcoin Futures precipitated the bear market by introducing massive short selling pressure. So this is not imaginary. It's not even a theory. It's like a fact that CME Bitcoin Futures are important. And I'm waiting for that expiration tomorrow before I declare that the bear market is over. And then it takes about a week after the expiration to definitely confirm. It might only take a day, it might only take a few days, but I wait up to a week before saying, hey, after this expiration, it's still on the bull run and the bear market is over. So I'm waiting for that and we'll see what happens after tomorrow. So I'm not gonna declare anything tomorrow that the bear market's over. I gotta wait at least a few days after that. But maybe by Monday, I'll be able to, I'll be ready to declare that the bear market is over or not. So we'll see what happens. Tomorrow is definitely an important time to watch Bitcoin's price low. All right, moving on to the first interesting story of the day. So we talked about in the market analysis how Craig Wright copyrighted Bitcoin's white paper and code. Well, someone else out there has also copyrighted Bitcoin's white paper now. So they submitted their copyright application on May 24th and they got their registration. They already got the registration. So just like Craig Wright has a copyright for Bitcoin's white paper, this person, Wei Lu, who apparently lives in California, but they're a citizen of China, they now have a copyright for Bitcoin's white paper. So there was some speculation about this on the internet. Basically, people were saying, hey, if Craig Wright could copyright Bitcoin's white paper and claim to be Satoshi, so could anyone else. And apparently someone's done that. So apparently all it takes is like the copyright office will ask you to sign a statement saying, hey, are you really Satoshi Nakamoto? And you sign, yes, I am. And they don't investigate any further. So, yeah, someone else has copyrighted Bitcoin's white paper. And who knows what will happen with this. It definitely lays doubt on Craig Wright's claim and shows how easy it is to get a copyright. And following the Craig Wright controversy over this copyright, the copyright outfits itself released a statement. So I'm going to read this. This is very important. As a general rule, when the Copyright Office receives an application for registration, the claimant certifies as to the truth of the statements made in the submitted materials. The Copyright Office does not investigate the truth of any statements made. In a case in which a work is registered under a pseudonym, 
The Copyright Office does not investigate whether there is a probable connection between the claimant and the pseudonym author. So anyone could be Satoshi Nakamoto in a copyright registration. So we're going to see how many Satoshi Nakamoto's pop up all at once now, I guess. Moving on to the next story. So an app called Abra, A-B-R-A, has launched a service where people could use Bitcoin to buy stocks. And right now they're offering 50 different investments, including Tesla, Uber, Apple, Amazon, Google, and some gold and oil trusts. So they only got 50 stocks right now, but it's a beginning. And they're offering their services in 155 countries. So... It's not available in the United States, though, so U.S. regulators are not okay with this yet, but it's a genius idea to be able to use Bitcoin to buy stocks. Because just like you have all these Bitcoin trading pairs in the crypto market, like you have Dogecoin over Bitcoin, you have Litecoin over Bitcoin, Ethereum over Bitcoin, like when you go into an exchange like Binance, you'll see the trading pairs over Bitcoin. So it's like a market between Bitcoin and Dogecoin, for example, and now you could do that with stocks on Abra. So that creates entirely new markets and new trading mechanisms basically because you could actually try to go back and forth between bitcoin and the stock to make money that way and to gain bitcoin or to gain stock so that's a completely new paradigm for trading and it's something that's been long needed in the crypto space and i think this is just the beginning so abra is in a really good place being the first one to do this and it's an important step and i think it's going to get a lot of use because there's a lot of people that prefer to trade with bitcoin and now they could trade just like they do on a crypto exchange, except they could trade stocks. So that brings stocks and crypto together and puts it into the same sort of market on the same exchange, at least on Abra right now. And we'll see when this comes to the United States, if it ever comes anytime soon, because United States regulators have been harsh towards Bitcoin. Like, for example, Bitcoin ETF has been something that's been long hyped and discussed, but U.S. regulators, specifically the SEC, has not allowed any Bitcoin ETF so far, despite major public optimism about a Bitcoin ETF and lots of comments saying they should approve the Bitcoin ETF. The SEC has not approved it. And then we got those physical Bitcoin futures also would be listed on the stock exchanges pretty much. Like the CFTC has not approved that. So U.S. regulators have been kind of harsh towards Bitcoin, and they're probably not ready to approve trading Bitcoin for stocks pretty much directly. Moving on to the next story. Coinbase is saying that maybe they will introduce margin trading at some point in the future. So Emily Choi, which is the vice president of business for Coinbase, says margin lend borrow is definitely going to be a next big step for us, especially on the active trader side. So margin trading is probably the most popular form of cryptocurrency trading. Right now, BitMEX reigns supreme in the margin trading realm. And there's like sometimes $10 billion of volume per day on BitMEX. And even on a normal day, it's at least like $1 or $2 billion of volume there. Often like 4 or $5 billion, even on like an average day on BitMEX. And what margin trading is, is basically people get a margin loan for their trading. So that could work very well for shorting Bitcoin. Like someone could get Bitcoin on a margin loan and then sell that Bitcoin from the loan. And then Bitcoin's price goes down and they have the USD in their account. And then they buy the Bitcoin back. So because Bitcoin's price dropped, they end up with more money in their account than they borrowed. And margin loaning involves like you pay an interest rate for the margin loan that you take. So the people that are facilitating the margin loans, whoever the lender is, gets money for that automatically. And then people end up winning Bitcoin or winning fiat, whatever they prefer. And then you can go long too. Like let's say you want a long Bitcoin. You could put like one Bitcoin in your account and then BitMEX would give you up to 100 Bitcoins for that one Bitcoin, pretty much. 
So they loan you another 99 Bitcoin. So that's like the maximum leverage anywhere, 100x on BitMEX. And then if Bitcoin goes up a ton, uh, they end up getting more money out of it because they did the margin loan and then they pay the margin loan interest and they end up with a lot more money. So margin trading is very popular because it allows people to make money much more quickly and also it facilitates short selling. So right now, BitMEX is like the only one that does it. We've heard plenty of speculation that Binance is going to do it. And Binance themselves says, yes, uh, margin trading is coming soon. So that's going to be a really big deal for Binance. But now Coinbase is saying they're going to do it as well at some point. This is just the VP of business. No, it's not like an official announcement from Coinbase. It's like during an interview, they said they're going to bring it at some point. But there's no official date for this from Coinbase. And then the VP of business, Emily Choi, also added that they need regulatory clarity about this in the United States. So the United States in general is not allowing margin crypto trading. Like BitMEX is not allowed in the United States, even though people use like VPNs and get around it and they still use BitMEX. That's kind of like not legal. So margin trading is not allowed in the United States at this point. So Coinbase says they want to do it, but just like the last story with stocks being traded for Bitcoin, but that's not allowed in the United States. Like this is not allowed in the United States either. So we got to wait for some regulatory clarity. And this brings up a bigger issue involving regulation. So the United States regulators at the SEC and the CFTC say they're trying to protect investors by limiting cryptocurrency activities. And this has stretched from like banning people from using banks. Like a lot of crypto businesses have a very hard time of getting a bank account. And then of course that Bitcoin ETFs not being approved. There's no physical Bitcoin features being approved. They're not allowing stocks to be traded for Bitcoin. They're not allowing margin trading. So a lot of the activity that's very healthy and economically fruitful in the crypto space is banned in the United States. So this is making companies and cryptocurrency traders and investors look outside of the United States for their activities. So the SEC and the CFTC say they're trying to protect investors, but really they're actually inhibiting economic activity in the United States and they're forcing people to do business outside of the United States, which is very unhealthy. I wish they would zoom out and look at it from a broader perspective and realize, hey, we're regulating so harshly that people are choosing to do their business outside of the United States, which takes away profits and economic activity and taxes. It takes it away from the United States. So really the CFTC and the SEC and all the other crypto regulators, they're actually hurting the United States economy with the way they're looking at crypto. And as crypto gets bigger and bigger, this is becoming more of a factor. So in the beginning, Bitcoin was such a small economy relative to the United States economy, it didn't matter. But it's getting bigger and bigger now. And it's starting to actually hurt the United States that we have these regulators standing in the way of progress in the crypto space. Margin trading should be allowed in the United States. Stocks should be traded for Bitcoin in the United States. There should be a Bitcoin ETF. There should be physical Bitcoin futures. This is billions upon billions, maybe even like a trillion dollars of business if they approve all of that stuff and they're not allowing it, which is ridiculous. Hopefully this changes in the future in the United States and we'll be monitoring this closely. So that's all I have for you today on this May 30th, 2019 edition of the Crypto.IQ Daily Radio Show. Come back tomorrow for another exciting episode and go to Crypto.IQ 24-7 for the most interesting stories in the Bitcoin and crypto space. Also join the Crypto.IQ trading desk. They have made over 400% profit since July. And if you join the Crypto.IQ trading desk, you can see their trades in real time. And there's a full trade analysis of each trade. Just by reading their trade analysis, 
you can become an expert cryptocurrency trader and it gets even better you can ask the crypto.iq traders questions in real time and they'll answer your questions pretty quickly so joining the crypto.iq trading desk is the best way to become an expert and profitable cryptocurrency trader this is your host space marine signing out i remain in space